Uh, hey, everybody. This is uh, my name's Dearest Scooter. Um, it's a little weird to introduce myself to people that might not be familiar with the show, but thanks so much uh, for uh, picking up this pod pack and for supporting some great causes and supporting some great podcasters. And I just want to tell you really quick, my name's uh, Dear Scooter. I make the Sleep With Me podcast. It's a podcast to put you to sleep. So this will be a little bit different than all the other riveting content you got as a part of this pack. Uh, this is a podcast to put you to sleep. It's a little bit different. But basically, I'm going to uh, kind of t- like uh, kind of engage you with some Game of Thrones talk. Yeah, so it should be just interesting enough to take your mind off of stuff, uh, but not so interesting uh, that you got to listen. And so if you're a hardcore on the Game of Thrones facts, uh, like hopefully you'll sleep through it because I'm about as accurate with pronunciations and uh, recollection. Like it's just not, that's not my skill set. My skill set is uh, being comforting and carrying you off into dreamland. Uh, but when Jim was telling me about this idea for this pod pack, he said, okay, I'll we'll put together a little something to put the people that purchase it to sleep. Ideally, a little bit of a bedtime story meets a Sunday drive. Cause what can be more boring than a Sunday drive, uh, with a person that rambles like myself. And so they thought about a Sunday drive on Westeros. And then I was thinking about all, oh, where have all the Starks been and where have all the Starks gone? And there's this great map. There's an article over at the Escapist magazine that talks about it. Uh, and the map's designed by the Mountain Goat. It's an animated map for the series that's uh, incredibly detailed, and it allows you to track the movements of almost any characters. And you can kind of tweak the map to avoid spoilers and uh, like uh, so, so you don't get spoiled. And it's over at Quartermaster, Quartermaster, excuse me, see, I warned you already, Quartermaster.info. And I thought we'd start with Eddard Stark, uh, the, the father figure. You know, he starts in Winterfell or near Holdfast, I guess. And uh, when Robert comes to town, he has to go to King's Landing. And so they hop on the King's Road. They pass uh, Serwyn, C-E-R-W-Y-N. And they get on the road, and the, one of the places they cross is Moat Kalen. And we'll kind of touch on some of these places where the characters cross. Uh, and then as he gets down to Greywater Watch, that's where the Bite is, and the Three Sisters, Old Castle, Sisterton. That's out on the Three Sisters, which are islands. I would like to visit that, see if there's any nuns there. Or like Sister Sister, is that where Sister Sister was filmed? Oh, uh, like out at Sisterton. And then the King's Road kind of goes uh, not that far from the Vale and Palisade Village. And you hit the crossroads in where it crosses with the High Road and the River Road. A great place for a crossroad, of course, in Derry, D-A-R-R-Y. And then they pass down not that far far from Heron Hall and uh, God's Eye, which is the Isles of the Faces. I'd like to visit that too. Like I would love to book a ticket. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you relate. Uh, book a ticket out to uh, Westeros. And then as they get closer to King's Landing, they pass the Ivy's Inn, the Sow's Horn, 
Let's look that up. Uh, of all the places, uh, that's a really interesting title. So it turns out that, according to Game of Thrones wiki, the Sow's Horn is a settlement in the Crownlands, uh, uh, sworn to the Iron Throne. And uh, in, uh, in the series, at one point, Sir Jorah's looking over a map uh, that has it in there. And it's the, uh, according to the books, uh, it's the seat of the house hog, uh, which would make sense why it's the sow's horn, I think. I don't know, do, do they have horns? Is a sow is like a, a pig, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, that was just on the map. I thought it would have more material. But then Eddard head, heads down uh, through Brindlewood, uh, Hayford Castle, and into King's Landing. And uh, then at King's Landing, it's just, you know, this is a bedtime story, even though it's a Game of Thrones bedtime story. Eddard decides, he says to himself, this is an alternative history never published except in my imagination, that he'd like to be a statue closely. Like he said, well, I think I'd just rather live below Winterfell as a statue. And, like, uh, this t- totally didn't, like, only person in on this was uh, Tyrion that agreed to it. Everyone else uh, was part of this, you know, the, the stuff that you've heard about. And they said, sure, like, uh, like, and then they, you know, they did it through magic. A bit like cryogenics. I didn't, I never knew that Eddard was into this kind of stuff. He always seemed, like, very straightforward. But, uh, so he ended up becoming a statue, and then he got, like, uh, Rob said, uh, what are the odds of sending my dad, like, I don't think my dad likes King's Landing. So then Eddard, as a statue, or pre-statue, I think this might have been pre-statue, again, these histories are very hard to come by. They're double-locked at Old Town. Yeah, uh, but he like he then he goes back to Winterfell. That's the end of his journey. He, li- he down, you've seen it on the show, much like they say, who lives in a pineapple under the sea, who lives as a statue under 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 Winterfell? We, Edward Stark, does he? Okay, so next uh, let's cover uh, Caitlin Stark. Uh, which my mom's name is like uh, Catherine, so I always kind of like what it starts with a K, just in case anybody's keeping score at home. But it has a Y in it, Catherine and Caitlin. Uh, but K- Caitlin, she gets a late start uh, to head to King's Landing, and I think she headed out with Sir Roderick, though his name might be Roddick or something. And it like... Uh, but she heads out from Winterfell, and I guess they took a boat. I kind of remember this maybe in the book. Uh, and they follow, uh, I guess, a river called the White Knife River uh, down to White Harbor. I don't know if they took a boat down the river. And uh, then they do head out into the water, at least according to this map, out at White ha- Harbor. And they go right by the Old Castle Beautiful sights of Old Castle. Like, if they ever create a, what's that, Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars ride in Disneyland uh, in Westeros, I hope it visits Old Castle. Uh, Star Tours. What about that? Like, you could go on, like, Wester, Wester, like, uh, I don't know, figure out a title, hopefully. But they pass the three sisters in Sisterton. They don't stop, though. 
And then they head down past the fingers, uh, which we, I don't know if we've gotten a lot of like action like to, to visit the fingers. Baelish's keep is out there, though. And, you know, they pass by a good old runestone and Gulltown, not that far from the Vale. Then they head in to Blackwater Bay, uh, past the Whispers, past Dragonstone, and uh, Rook's Rest, uh, Sharper Point. They don't go too close to there. And Dusk, Duskendale, holy cow. If you, if you ever import there, uh, you know, watch out at actually dawn. But they head into Blackwater Bay. They get to King's Landing. And in King's Landing, like, as we all know, uh, once your husband decides to become a, uh, oh, no, no, this is before her husband decided to become a statue. Uh, but, like, uh, like they already knew. Like, once you suspect something like that. And also, Caitlin was, a, like, she just said, you know what, this whole political life, uh, if you're going to be a state, like, I got to go talk to some family members about this. Uh, and she says, you know, like, I got to make some sense out of this. this is uh, weird. My husband wants to be a statue. And I want him to be happy. Uh, but, you know, he he's our father figure. Is Rob ready? Maybe I should go talk to my sister out in the Vale and see if she could help. Because, uh... You know, that's that's what the, the idealized version of family does. Uh, but then at all of all places, I believe, we talk about the irony with the sleep podcast. She's at the Crossroads Inn. And, uh, like, she, like uh, maybe she was going to head straight to Westeros, back to uh, um, wherever, what's that place called? Winterfell. Oh, boy. Yeah, but, uh, like, uh, at the Crossroads Inn, she sees Tyrion. And Tyrion says, uh, like, uh, like uh, he's uh, like uh, she she suspects that because he was the one that supported uh, the, again. This is alternate history, bedtime story history. That he was the one behind empowering Ned, Ned, Ed or whatever, to be a statue to pursue his dream of being uh, like a uh, of cryogenics, but but in stone based form. And again, don't ask me if this has anything to do with that whole stone thing that that is going on over on the other continent, because I don't know. But they head up to the Erie, and that seems like a beautiful place to visit. Mountainous, then you got the Vale. Uh, just like a little bit of trouble, like there's something in the drinking water up there. And Caitlin very soon realizes, you know, that... Uh, you can't always return home or whatever. You can return home as an adult, uh, but, like, your sister's going to get on your— like, if your sister got on your nerves as a kid, just wait till you're grown-ups, and she's in a power position. And she says, listen, I just came up here to be validated, you know. And we also get to meet Bron on the road at the Crossroads Inn, maybe. I think she hires a bunch of people to say, hey, I'm going to bring this Tyrion. But then, Brian, you know, Brian and Tyrion become friends, but that's not the story we're following tonight. And, you know, there's a, if you go to the Erie, you got to see the gate, of course. Uh, that's a gate that starts with a B. It's like, uh, like they call a drink after it nowadays. Uh, 
So then Caitlin says, okay, enough with the eerie. We got to get out of here and go find Rob because, like, then it gets word gets to her. Your husband's a statue now. Uh, so she heads up to the twenty. She meets up with Rob, uh, you know, follows the Green Fork, uh, the, you know, those great rivers, Green Fork and the Blue Fork. Uh, of uh, the lake of, I don't know, the, the big river. And eventually she heads up to the twins to deal with Walter Frey because you got to get across these rivers. And uh, this is when there's a bunch of, like, uh, these debate, this uh, kind of like when there's an election here. Rob's debating uh, Tywin Lannister and Jamie. You know, but obviously Jamie... Uh, isn't exactly a debater, but he looks good on stage. So kind of like different strategies. Yeah, but like anyway, when she's at the Twins, she says, uh, that's where Walter Frey lives. They says, oh, Rob will get married to one of your kids for sure. If you let him you run across the river, uh, because uh, that like will leave him less tired for debating. Yeah, but then she does a lot of moving around because uh, she, she's helping Rob and, uh, like, a lot of stuff I don't even remember. Uh, but, you know, then she meets up with uh, Brienne. I don't know when that was. At some point, they go out to Harrenhal after after he went. I think that was after Rob wins all the debates. Uh, like, then they start doing those town halls. And a lot of that doesn't work great because uh, they go to do this big town hall at Heron Hall. Nobody's there. And also they spend some time at River Run. And then, uh, oh, they forgot she had gone to meet Renly. Maybe that was like part of it out at uh, the Stormlands, maybe. Uh, which uh, would make sense. Yeah, down to Storm's End. Now, now it's all making sense to me, barely. But you know, Storm's End is down at Ship Shipbreaker Bray. Shipbreaker Bray. Can't say that, but Shipbreaker Bay. Say that. You know, Cape Wrath is down there too. Those were different. I think that was like a. Again, when we're talking about fictional things, that was like a Zeppelin album. And there's a lot of good spots down there. If you're down there, make sure to go to the Crow's Nest. Great views there. Uh, if you want, if you like hiking, go down to Rainwood. And if you like, 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 if you like going to like places that are famous for romantic things, go to the Weeping Tower. Way more romantic than it sounds. And do yourself a, a solid and spend some time in Mistwood. They got a, or the Rain House. Oh boy. If I slept good, the nights I slept in the Rain House. Uh, so anyway, back to, uh, Caitlin. And then she heads back, uh, she stops at Bitterbridge, obviously, because she says, what in the heck, my husband is like, uh, I think that was on the way out there, actually. Also, she goes right by Tumbleton, which is a classic place. Like, that's where uh, they've great tumblers there, like a great uh, circus, big circus art school. And so relaxing. But that's when Caitlin gets bad news, like uh, the, her father's gone, um, uh, to, to, uh, like, uh, like he's going on one final canoe trip, uh, like for, you know, for a long time. And I'm probably getting some of my facts mixed up, but after she says goodbye to her dad, uh, then she goes back to meet up with Rob 
And Rob, of course, is all about, uh, like, because, uh, you know, Rob's lived in, like, uh, like uh, her son Rob with two bees. And he takes those second bees seriously. Like, uh, and he hasn't really been outside of Winterfell. And he's like, even he even hears about the idea of eloping. He's never really had a chance to rebel against his mother. And so he takes his chance and he rebels and gets married and uh, also rebels against, uh, the, like, uh, the, using, like, uh, Walter Frey. And so that's it, Walter Frey. Like, uh, in the end, Caitlin and Rob will follow Rob's journey, but we, we kind of covered a lot of it. Uh, but Walter Frey says, okay, well, then you have to work, like, you have to be work here now. Uh, and they say, work here, what? And he says, okay, work, uh, it, like, as a bridge operator, and not just work, like, become a bridge. So they have to change their names and become bridge operators, uh, running that bridge, the twins. Uh, and they don't like, like, uh, so that's what happened to them. And Talissa, too. Uh, now, Rob, Rob kind of had a more straightforward. He was in Winterfell, and then he headed out. Uh, at some point, he starts calling himself the King of the North in, like, performing, like Elvis almost, uh, like like during Elvis's Vegas years, which I'm barely familiar about, but that uh, kind of like a candle, better to burn out fast than to fade away or something. So he's really, he goes on tour. Uh, then that's when he meets his mom down there and he, and she, he says, well, I'm going to debate, he goes, I'm going to be a performer and a debater. And so then he goes down to the twins and around the rivers. And that's when he's, uh, like doing all this debating, uh, stops at old stones and fair market, goes out to Heron hall for the, um, town, well, it's called town halls. Uh, then he chases, chases the Lannisters all around, like totally like, uh, you know, total politics type stuff. Uh, and you know, if I was Rob, what my biggest regret would be is that I never made it to Acorn Hall or High Heart. I guess if I was going to elope, I would go to High Heart. And then maybe for my honeymoon, go to Tumblr's Falls or Rushing Falls, both great places to visit. Uh, and if you have time, you know, if you have a few days down there, like, uh, this is near the Blackwater Rush, uh, you know, or, you know, maybe moving north of it, you go to Tumblr's Falls and you spend a night at Stony Sept, uh, they have their own, like, they made the Abbey there, they do great, like, uh, ales and wines, uh, but Rob didn't do any of that stuff. He didn't even visit Stone Mill, which is, like, another... He did go by, I think he was pretty close to Wayfarer's Rest, uh, but they almost went to Casterly Rock. They stopped at the Crag. You know, there's some good stuff up there to visit. Uh, yeah, even Nuns Deep, they didn't make it there, but uh, I think he did make a wish. He could see Golden's Tooth uh, and Ash, Ash, Ashy Mark, uh, but uh, then Rob heads back, and we know how that turned out. Didn't turn out so great. He ended up having a, you know, indentured servitude at the Twins. Now Sansa. Now this is where it gets interesting. Sansa, holy cow, she's been doing a lot of traveling. 
Uh, her first stop was Moat Kalen, which let's see, let's get some facts in here. How about some facts, uh, Scoots? Uh, how about we do look up something about Moat Kalen? Because uh, Sansa visits Moat Kalen a few times. It's a uh, ruined towers uh, located on the neck. And it's been like under the house Stark, uh, but not permanently manned for centuries. Uh, but it is a linchpin of the defense of the North from any invasion from the South, and it was a stronghold of the first men. And only three towers still sit hand. Uh, they're a mutually defensive position, so it showed the heightened tactical awareness of its visitors. Uh, but Saints also gets to visit the Crossroads Inn uh, when she's with Joffrey. So a lot of uh, visiting of the Crossroads Inn. And then, like her father, you know, they go past good old Grey Water Watch, past the Bites, uh, down to King's Landing. Oh boy, do they get down there. And then, after some time at King's Landing, you know, Sansa, she, she, uh, she finds that, uh, like, the food at King's Landing doesn't do well. And she, she's like, uh, she found out, like, she was, like, she really strived to, to be a part of this, uh, like, she wanted to be in the in crowd. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it other than that's what she aspired to be. And she had read a lot of, like, the Westeros version of Teen Beat or whatever the teen magazines are nowadays, watched, uh, you know, if you were watching those tween movies on the Disney Channel, like that was Sansa, and to her, like, uh, like Cersei Lannister was the. Uh, but then it turns out, you know, not everyone, uh, like, not all the glitterati is gold, and so she quickly realizes, especially with the confusion of your dad becoming a statue, and uh, like uh, her and her sister, she has a sister named Arya. Believe it or not, uh, you like it only took me this long to mention. Uh, like she's Rob's sister. Arya's her other sister, and uh, the, then uh, she she gets uh, like to, in order to stay in the Glitterati, they say, "Hey, you have to marry, marry Tyrion Lannister," and so that's arranged. Uh, she also meets a lot of great people, uh, but at some point uh, after Joffrey's wedding, she uh, she gets a little tipsy and she says, "Oh boy, like I got to get out of town. That was embarrassing." And she heads out on the water. Now this is Blackwater Bay, and if you haven't been in Blackwater Bay, like uh, like it's I don't know, it's a little bit foggy, so. Yeah, but she does pass by Dragonstone and the Whispers, and then she goes into the old Bay of Crabs, and it's weird because it's actually like a, they're they're not a crustacean; they don't actually have crabs in the Bay of Crabs. You know, what we would call crabs. We those are uh, what do they call them? Uh, sea the sea monkeys that they used to sell. That's what they have there. And it's famous at like Dire Den. That's where you get the best, uh, like. Uh, Sea monkey soup, they call it something else. But she lands in Gullstown or Gulltown, uh, heads up to the Erie, and she meets this her cousin who's like super weird. She she gets double weirded by her cousin and Peter Baelish, and uh, like uh, she kind of said, feels really like uh, like uh, they like her cousin. She tries to be friends with him, but he like always smash. Like they try to build some sand castles made of snow.
and he's not so good. Like, uh, he's not as, uh, he's just uh, like, uh, the kid's got issues and so no joke about it. And, and, and if, if you want to have issues, you don't go any further than Peter Baelish. And so Sansa's like, wow, this is too intense for me. Uh, but when Sansa's ready to hit the road, Peter Baelish says, why don't we hit the road together? And Sansa's like, great. Uh, not really, but oh boy. And they hit the road. They also meet up at Bri- Brienne at some point. They stop at Mo Kalen. And then Baelish is like, bad news, bad news. I think you're going um, like, to, intro- I'd like to introduce you to uh, whatever the freaking Ramsey. Uh, he's going to be your new beau. And like, uh, Sansa says, uh, and then Bailey says, by the way, see, I got to get back to, you know, that crazy cousin of yours. I got to make like, before he spends all the money, I got to get out of here. And then Brienne, they get separated from Brienne too. I can't remember how that happened, but maybe Brienne was following them, but Brienne's like, uh, you know, I'll help you. And then uh, Sansa, like, uh, has to roll with uh, Ramsey, and they go around the north, uh, and Sansa, like, at different points, uh, tries to end that relationship. Yeah, but she spends a lot of time ranging around the north, uh, Winterfell, uh, like, up, like, in, in uh, even Tumbledown Tower. I don't know if she passed that, but... Uh, all these different places, and uh, finally, uh, so then Sansa uh, spends like she uh, has to deal with this dude Ramsey, which ever part's kind of uh, uh, Ramsey's the worst, uh, and she spends most of the time at Winterfell. Then bails out of meets Theon, and says this Ramsey dude is like the like uh, he's forget forget him. Let's get out of here. So then she heads up to the north, uh, like gets out, gets away finally from Ramsay. Uh, heads up to the castle black in the wall where she meets up with John, and uh, they try to work together. Uh, Brienne and Patrick show up. Uh, they meet. She meets Tormund and Ed, 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 Ed Tollett. Uh, and then the Ramsay's still like, "Hey, uh, I'd like to be king of the north." And John, John's like, uh, no, 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 we got to, uh, like, uh, uh, deal with that. And uh, so then uh, also Sansa meets up in Molestown, of all places, with Baelish and uh, Brienne. And Sansa's trying to get, uh, like, people to rally around John. Uh, so they meet up with Baelish. Uh, she says, get the Knights of the Vale and get your act together or something. And then she goes around visiting, like, a Bear Island, which is cold, but the people in Bear Island, you can't get any better than people at Bear Island. That's why there's, a, like, uh, I think Neil Young wrote a song about it, like, Oh, to Live on Bear Island, uh, where the bears and the people are nice. I think that's how it goes. You, you can't be... You could be four or fourteen or forty-five or eighty on Bear Island, and it's always going to be pretty sweet. And so she goes there. Leon, that's where Liana Mormont lives, actually, whose name I always forget. And they go to House Glover, 
Uh, Danny's not home, but somebody named Robert's there. And Sansa says, come on, dude. Like, uh, what in the heck are you doing? And then they finally unseat uh, Ramsey, like with John and the Knights of the Vale, thank goodness. And then Sansa is like, this season, as we've seen, like, is it uh, Winterfell? She gets reunited with her brother, who's acting odd. Peter Baelish, uh, as always, acting odd. Arya, who's, uh, you know, changed a lot. Uh, and, uh, you know, sends John off uh, to uh, Dragonstone. And I'm sure she'll be moving around soon. But, yeah, Sansa, Sansa did a lot of ranging, and it wasn't easy. Uh, now, next up is Bran, who, you know, as we all know, changed his name legally to Three-Eyed Raven, uh, which is pretty sweet, you know, as the name goes. Uh, and when you go with a name with a song, like uh, Three-Eyed Raven, also Raven, uh, like I think it's a good right. It goes along with Green Eyed Lady that song. Bam, 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 bam. So if you ever need a song to sing, you to somebody that loves Game of Thrones and loves Bran, or uh, you know, like love loves I don't know, just loves the North. Uh, you know, or Oso oh Raven, you can combine that into a song. You can take credit for it too. It just goes three-eyed raven, oh-so raven. And then the second part, you'd have to fill in, let me love you with my, you know, let me confuse you with my, like, empty looks. And, uh, you know, but anyway, Bran, he had some trouble in Winterfell. And trouble didn't stop, so he didn't really get to get on the road for a while. And when he did, he headed up north uh, to meet his brother, uh, but the next thing he knew, he was in, like, uh, a forest uh, that, you know, uh, like, you don't want to be at a bedtime. And he got to pass. Like, one thing I feel bad for Bran about is that he didn't get to drink out of the milk water river. Because they say the milk, the water, the milk water river tastes just like chocolate milk. You know, Bran went all the way north, uh, as far as the green would go. Past then, past the frost fangs, and that's where, like, he got to power, like, the raven, you know, the raven stuff, and the doors were held there, luckily for Bran. And in Bran's defense, you know, as a person that kind of is, like, a little bit numb and emotionally detached, you know, we're not always good at uh, saying thank you or reading other people's emotions. But Bran heads back, you know, he spends some time in Craster's Keep, uh, which is never, you know, that's like the, like, uh, the worst, too. And I think he spent his time in Craster's, Craster's Keep before he was a raven. But, uh, you, you know me, like, I get all my facts mixed up. And then he heads back to Castle Black, uh, heads through Castle Black, which we saw this season. But a very efficient traveler, you know. He's lucky that his traveling partners, they head fast. And then he got back to Winterfell. And now he likes to spend his time in the God's Wood with a tree that looks like it's uh, from a Muppet movie or the old Chuck E. Cheese's that the tree's going to sing. Maybe the tree does, in between takes, sing Three-Eyed Raven to him. And, uh, you know, Bran said he grew up fast right before our eyes. Oh, that Bran. 
And, you know, like, so he does it. He's done some traveling. He's the most, you know, he's ranged the most north. Uh, now, let's just cover Rickon while we're here because uh, Rickon didn't get quite as much traveling in as Bran. He did get to the last hearth and uh, uh, Queenstown. Let's cover Queenstown because I don't even know what goes on at Queenstown. Uh, you know what? There's not really a lot of uh, info on Queenstown that I could find. Uh, I mean, uh, I think like uh, Run DMC had once had a song about Brooklyn Queens. I think that was Run DMC. You know, if you want towns, you got to go to Wendishtown, Wintertown, Molestown, of course. Uh, if you want, if you want some, if you if you like a, uh, just like a tourist stuff, go to Planky Town. And again, if you need to sing a song there, you know, just take me down, you know, oh, won't you take me down to Planky Town? Uh, but let's get to the audience favorites here. Aria, who's done a lot, holy traveling, is uh, Aria. Like, I don't even know where to start with uh, Aria, but she's, well, where to start? Where, start in Winterfell. So she started with Sansa, and got down the road with Sansa and her dad. Eddard, Eddard, Ned, as we call him, and Joff, uh, the, the heel, and she, that's where she first met the Hound, and also her friend, the Baker's boy, uh, I think was his name, and then she got to go down to King's Landing for a visit, which uh, was uh, you know, like a eventful or uneventful. And I believe after that, and she headed out from King's Landing, and she said, hey, I'm going to be a, uh, like, a, what do you call that thing? A, um, like, I'm going to go, I'm going to be joining the, like, head to the Castle Black. I'm going to, like, she was going undercover. Uh, also, I forgot, you know, Arya became friends with Sirio Pharrell, or, for, you know, the great uh, Bravosi swordsman, uh, but then she goes down the road with uh, the Night's Watch uh, recruits, and that's where she meets Alami and Hopi and Gendry. And then she meets like a like a recruit that's uh, like caged like a bird, uh, Yakin, Jakin, uh, who she kind of helps. And he says, "Hey, uh, keep keep this coin." I don't know when if that's no, I don't think he gave her the coin at that point. Uh, but she helps him and his two two mates, and he says, "Okay, I owe you. T- I owe you three times." And then they get caught. They go to Harrenhal, uh, where uh, Ari actually works for Tywin Lannister for a little while. And uh, she says, uh, "This." She goes, "That's interesting." He figures it out, uh, kind of. And then uh, Peter Baelish shows up. Arya tries to avoid him. This is all at Harrenhal. And, uh, let's see, then, uh, what does she see? She uses all this stuff, uh, and she steals a letter. She gets caught, uh, she uses Yakin to help her get away, uh, cause she hears about the Brotherhood Without Banners, uh, and, uh, so she hops on the road, uh, with, uh, Gendry and I think Hopeye, uh, they sneak out, they're out in the Riverlands. And I think that's when he, he t- that's when Yakin Jakin tells Ari about the faceless man and Valar Magulis, uh, which we always love to say. 
Uh, high Valerian, man. That's when I get high. It's uh, the only kind of high I get is High Valerian. Uh, but uh, like he said, like uh, he gives her a coin, and then she's on the run. They're on the run to River Run. Uh, Hop High Gendry Aria, but then they meet up with the Brotherhood without banners, and uh, they also catch uh, the Hound uh, Sandor. Who are you? You know, is that like she's already made her list, and he's on the list, and it's not like the Paul and Oates kiss on the list. Uh, uh, I always thought it should be kisses on my lips, but everyone says there's no kisses on your lips, Scoots. And I say, well, the mirror, it kisses my hand. I kiss my hand. I practice on my hand, then I practice with the mirror. So my own kiss is on my own lips. but they drop Popeye off to finally pursue his dream of making hot pies. And, uh, they hang, like, uh, they hang out with the Brotherhood Without Banners. And then, uh, Gendry has to go with the Red Priest, the Red Priestess. Uh, also, Brotherhood Without Banners, Beric Dondarrion. I just love saying Dondarrion. Uh, I could say that all day long. Beric Dondarrion, if I needed to. And, uh, like, uh, like a Thoros of Mir, pretty good. But Beric Dondarrion, I love saying that. And then, or I think at some point, Arya and the Hound strike out on their own. I can't remember, uh, what triggered that, but not, that's not important anyway, since we're not really factual here. And I think the Hound says basically, like, I'll take you to meet your family and then they'll give me a bunch of rich stuff. And they kind of become friends in a way, even though he's on Arya's list. But they head up to the twins. Uh, but th- that's when the big, like, uh, they, they say, your, your family doesn't, like, when she gets there, they say, who? No, no, no. There's never anyone by your family's name. Uh, they became permanent workers uh, uh, of, uh, the, like, we don't know what you're talking about. They're not, like, uh, so she says, my, like, my family's been... Uh, and it ended up that Walter Frey actually took on this controversial employment policy, even more controversial than uh, indentured servitude. Uh, but it was misguided by Ned because he actually said, well, we're running low on this doesn't This happened between some seasons, so don't worry too much about it. But they were running low on stone for like like bridge repair. And they said, well, if uh, Ned Stark loves being a stone, why don't you, like, so that's how, because you would say, well, why didn't Arya go look for them if they were just, uh, they just changed the name. So I wanted to answer that for you, is that they became stones. Uh, so Rob, Talissa, and Caitlin. And that's not really like, uh, like, the, like, uh, like, again, some sort of uh, cryogenic stone, but like, uh, uh, like whatever Arya found out about that, she goes, "What a rip!" Like, and they go, "Well, they didn't pay their." You know what happens when you don't pay your bills? Uh, so then Arya and the Hound hit the road again. He says, "He goes, don't you have an aunt that's an into- like a totally off the charts uh, out there? She'll probably pay me for you." I heard your sister might be out there too. Uh, so they hop on the road together again, and they head out to the Vale or the Eyrie. You know, the Vale, the Eerie. And that's when the Hound meets up with Brienne. And those two, oh boy, do they, they, they're not like Brienne and Tormund. They're the opposite. And they do not get along. And Brienne says, I'm going put, put, put like, uh, to put you to sleep uh, for a long time, Hound. 
And Arya just splits at that. She says, you know what? Like, I'm striking out on my own. I don't want to be a stone. And, uh, like, I want to be, like, I want to gather no moss. I'm going to be rolling. And she goes, the only person, she goes, I want to learn about these faceless men. And she hops a boat to Bravos and it's a Bravos uh, and, you know, has a lot of adventures there. She sells cockle shells for a while. She trains, she meets up with a girl that doesn't really move her arms. That kind of looks a little bit uh, like Leah Dunham, but not exactly the same. But when I first saw her, I said, is that Leah, Lena Dunham? And then, uh, yeah, but that girl, I don't know if you remember, she didn't really move her arms a lot. Uh, then I guess Arya, like, completed her training uh, by completing her trainer, you know. And, or she says, you know what, like, I, I want to, like, I'm going to take what you've taught me and, uh, like, she can't give up Needle. Needle's her traveling partner. Uh, so then she bids uh, Bravos adieu, uh, and she says, well, I bid you adieu. Like, I've uh, dealt with these, like, uh, I've had enough. And then she heads back to the twins and she says to Walter Frey, hey, I'm going to put, like, all of you, I'm making you all into bricks. Uh, and then she says, you know what, not even bricks, adobe. So all of the Freys that, like, were involved in the stone stone making of her family, they get made into adobe uh, by Arya. And then she hits the road again. I don't think she does. I think she just heads north uh, back to uh, King. I mean, uh, to uh, Winterfell, uh, where we see her this season. And I know she'll be ranging more. Uh, you know, but it's a joy to uh, have uh, you know Arya. And then finally, you know, he might. You might use some people might use the B word when they describe him, but not me, except for maybe best friend. Uh, John, S to the N to the O to the W. Oh, boy, is Jon Snow, like, uh, one of the heroes, I guess. Uh, now, John, he starts in the hold fast, and then they go back to Winterfell. And then he uh, he decides to join, uh, like, uh, the Night's Watch. Because uh, he says, you know what, Dad, like, uh, like uh, this is a thing for me. And then he has, you know, he joins the Night's Watch, and that is packed with adventure, as we know. He goes to the East Watch by the sea. He goes up to Craster's Keep, all the way to the Fists of the First Men. And deep into the, like, uh, the North, where he meets all the North people. And he says, hey, wait a second, like, uh, let's work together. Uh, so he spends a lot of time in the north. He, uh, uh, then eventually he goes back to Castle Black. He becomes the head of the Night's Watch. And uh, while he's head of the Night's Watch, they say, well, maybe not. Maybe you shouldn't be head of the Night's Watch. Maybe you should take, a, like, maybe you should decide, are you, you're half snow. Do you want to become a stone like, like your father became a statue? What about you? And they say, you know what, we're going to make, like, kind of like in a way, they say, you're going to be a statue whether you want to or not. Uh, but Sir Davos and the Red Priestess say, not on our watch. Uh, we're going to take his shirt off and we're going to wash him and pat him with B because uh, that's best friend. Come on back. And he comes back and he becomes uh, 
He says, well, I don't think I'm going to re- leave, leave the Night's Watch. Ed, Ed, I want you in charge of the Night's Watch. He says, and then he meets Stannis, who's like uh, conducting a bunch of stuff. Uh, and he says, I need help. Uh, we got to get to East Watch by Sea. We got to go help out at Hard Home. Uh, that's when he sees, uh, like, he learns of like how much trouble's in the North, really, in the Giants and all that stuff. He also defends the wall, kind of. He becomes, you know, he uh, there's tons of adventures he has. You know, he infiltrates. Uh, First, you remember all that stuff, though. This is just about, like, where he's traveled. Now, one thing I'll say is that he really hasn't hit up other than White Tree, which is more of, like, people that go to Cuba and America or go to strange places. Like, White Tree's the only place that uh, would be a tourist place, and it's not a good idea to go there. It's north of the wall, and really, with the big winter coming in, you don't want to go there. Uh, but, you know, then Rob comes back from hard home, uh, goes back, like, deals with uh, Winterfell, uh, then does a tour with Sansa. They go to the Shadow Tower. Uh, they go out at Bear Island, Deepwood Mott. Uh, they try to recruit. And then of all the people whose path uh, John kind of follows is his mom's path. He hops a boat. Uh, he has to go visit the Khaleesi, but he hops a boat out to, from Winterfell, down to, goes to, down to White Harbor, past Sisterton and the Three Sisters, and past the Whispers to Dragonstone. And so there's some of the places that, like, like that uh, the, some of the Starks have been. I hope you're, you're getting some rest here. Now, you might say, Scooch, what are some other places while I drift off deeper, comfortable in my bed, that you would recommend? Well, I'd tell you some underrated places like Wickeden and Dire Den. They have bad names, but oh boy, they're, they're nice places. I'd say Claw Isle is definitely overrated. And like Strong Song, like I went there for a concert once. It was like, uh, <laughs> It was way overpriced. Uh, it's so hard to get to, too. But like I said, Hearts Home's a nice place. Uh, you can't beat the trees in Iron Iron Oaks, and then you could stay down at Old Anchor. Great swimming at Old Anchor if you're at the right time of year. And I remember as a boy, there was a, uh, a ferry from Old Anchor to Runestone where you could see the old runes. Uh, you know, I don't, I haven't made it south. So if I could make it south, I'd like to, you know, go and I hear the Sea of Dorne's got good swimming. And like I said, I hear there's good things at um, uh, Planky Town. Uh, I hear the food's great at Lemonwood. And there's great dry heat, I heard, down at uh, Hellholt, uh, which is a great, so that's a great place to like, you know, to like uh, get all the toxins out of your body. Uh, otherwise, I'd like to spend some time out on the Shield Islands, I think, and um, the Sunset Sea, if I had someone to go with, you know, that like, uh, and I was thinking about buying some property in Honey Holt, uh, just to be able to say that's where I live. I'm from Honey Holt, Honey Holt uh, and I don't know, like High Garden is pretty sweet. That whole area is very lush. Uh, I remember I was in, I've, I've been, I was banned from Cider Hall back, I don't drink anymore. I used to drink a lot and, uh, I got banned from Cider Hall and Long Table 
Uh, they said, don't come back. I make, cause I made, I was making a lot of jokes cause I had been in Tumbleton, uh, for a while. Uh, you, there's, if you like to fish, I highly recommend Red Lake. Uh, you can't beat Red Lake for the fishing. And if you like jokes, like if you like humor, the top place for up and coming comedy in Westeros is, uh, uh, crack, cracky hall. They say, we're going to crack you up here at cracky hall. And almost every person says, is there anyone here from cornfield? Like that's how a lot of the comedians start their sets. Uh, so that's nice. And, uh, you know, you could head up to Lannisport and, uh, you know, that's Lannister territory, but they have a good, you know, the Lannisters like, uh, humor and that kind of stuff goes together. Uh, Iron Islands, you know, I'm not a fan of the Iron Islands. Uh, I've heard good things about Raventree Hall. I haven't been there. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other places I'd recommend. Oh, Flint's Finger, Blazewater Bay. It's really, really, uh, there's like uh, not a lot out there. But if you really want to get away, uh, that's the place to do it. Uh so I'm not sure what else. I mean, Crofter's Village is pretty good for Christmas presents, uh, like probably the best. And if you like, uh, like semi-mountainous plazas, uh, Torrance Square is nice. And uh, Hornwood, that would be the last place. There's a great tower up in the Hornwood Woods. And uh, that's always good to, like, joke, you know, how much woods there in the Hornwood Woods, if a Hornwood Wood Wood Wood. Uh, but that's just me. I mean, I can't perform at crack, Crackle Village or whatever the comedy club is anyway. Uh, so that's it. I hope you, uh, you know, as you rest now, I hope you, uh, like, you, you, it's like you're on a bay or one of the rivers rocking gently. You know, your favorite banners flying in the air, your favorite characters smiling and saying, wow, you look, I never met you before. You knew who, who hears from me? They're up on stage and they're saying, who hears from Cornfield? Uh, wow, you, hello. Uh, what are you doing after the set? Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that's your favorite character. Maybe you dream of them tonight, uh, holding your hand or being your best friend as you head off into dreamland. Good night.